The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. And we are back here on the Palpably Unfair podcast, episode 15, brought to you by the SB Nation NFL Show. Michael Kist here with Kyle Posey. So we covered the offensive side of the ball. We talked some organizational stuff. We took a peek into the offseason. Let's get into the defensive side of the ball, which is Kyle's specialty. Kyle, every week you give your three defensive MVPs of the week, and you go each level, defensive line, linebacker, and then secondary. So let's start in the trenches with technically a linebacker, but a guy that was just firing off the edge with a dominating performance. Who'd you like? up front in week 14. Yeah, there were some impressive performances all around the defensive line, just all around the NFL this week for the defensive linemen. Uh, Chase Young looked like a running back with a ball in his hands, and that's (laughs) not counting the 28 plays that he disrupted in that game. But, I mean, this has to go to Hassan Reddick, who just so happened to have five sacks on the afternoon. And, yes, five, you heard that correctly. Generally, when a guy has that many sacks, a few of those are unblocked. But that wasn't the case for Reddick, which made his – made his performance even more impressive. The first sack came where he beat the right tackle with a speed rush, and that was pretty much the theme of the afternoon. Reddick would win with a speed rush, and he would force a fumble. He forced three fumbles on the afternoon. His second sack was another speed rush against friend of the podcast, Andrew Thomas, who seems to come up every week, baby. Reddick seemed like he smelled blood in the second half. That's where most of his production came from. And it wasn't just the sacks. He forced a false start on Andrew Thomas. He also had another QB hit late in the game on a third down that forced an incompletion and a punt. And he also sacked Colt McCoy twice because what fun is it sacking one quarterback? So <laughs> he was everywhere. He's living in the backfield. And you are going to get a chance to see him close up next week. Yes, I am. Yeah, Matt Pryor has been named the starter at right tackle for the Eagles. They play Hassan Reddick and the Cardinals next week and and look brother Hassan so Reddick worked both against left tackle and right tackle if if I'm the Cardinals and I see that Matt Pryor is starting and Matt Pryor by the way for those that don't know and I I fully understand if you don't know who Matt Pryor is Matt Pryor is a big bodied guard but because of injuries at the right tackle position Lane Johnson is out for the year for the Eagles Jack Driscoll just sprained his MCL so he's out so they have to move Matt Pryor from his normal position being guard and put him at right tackle Matt Pryor does not know how to go backwards Matt Pryor is used to going forwards as a guard that's where he's like livable that's where you can live with him kind of and it's still kind of a mess you put him at right tackle where he he cannot kick out and match the speed of Hassan Reddick it's going to be a total mess they're going to have to chip him all day and the problem with that is Dallas Goddard is their best like most reliable passing weapon you're going to have to chip with with Goddard or leave a running back to that side, be it Miles Sanders, who is another weapon for them in the passing game. So you're delaying these guys or keeping them in to hide a deficiency. And the offensive line overall has been really good for the Eagles this year. And, you know, you talked about Reddick's speed, but like I was also impressed with what else he was doing. He had a cross chop uh, at the end of the game. He, he won with with power. His hand usage was really nice. Like, I was super impressed. It's a contract year for the guy. So, like, good for him. Go get your money, dude. Like, this was the Hassan Reddick that 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 I saw coming out in the draft. This was, like, the guy that I put, like, my top 15 that I had been wrong about, oh. apparently, for so long. But now, turns out, with enough time, <laughs> all takes are proven correct. So, again, nobody cares about your big board, but just throwing that out there. I mean, I thought Arizona used him really poorly. And I think this is this is his role. This is pinning his ears back. 
using that that incredible speed, that incredible bend, and he showed some again. He showed some power too. This this is his role. He's found his niche, and I I would honestly predict another dominating performance from Reddick against the Eagles in the upcoming week. So I don't think this just proves to be like a fluky type of thing. Now we can talk about level of competition. Andrew Thomas was playing better after a catastrophic start to the season. Matt Parrott hasn't been all that bad, so he. He was doing some work on some guys that were playing okay for some stretches, and now he gets to go up against Matt Pryor. Anyway, I've gone on long enough with the gloom and doom for the Eagles' right tackle situation next week. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.